You have options. No matter what anybody said to you in your life, no matter how stuck you feel in your current situation, you have options. Today, we're going to talk about those options, specifically in the realm of business and starting your own business. We're going to talk about how we started our businesses, the options they've created for us, and we're going to give you some basically exact blueprints on how you can apply those same principles to any business, small, medium, or large, that maybe you want to start or you want to invest in to help you realize some of these options because money often creates more options. Money is not what we're after. It's not the it's not the end-all, be-all value system, but it does create options, right? Absolutely. So let's dive in. Yeah. I will start with a story of how I started my first business, and it's way easier than you might think it is. So I was working a job, and some of you may have heard this before, so I'll be really quick with it. I was working a job at a clothing company called JCPenney, if uh, you know, you know, and I was working this job. I didn't mind it. Paid me $16 an hour to be a supervisor, which at the time was actually pretty decent. But I knew that at the end of the day, it wasn't giving me too many options. My options were two weeks of vacation. I don't even know if I got two weeks of vacation, but that was my options. I had two free weeks per year to explore my options. And I'm like, it just doesn't seem like doesn't seem like option. Seems like I'm stuck mm. in my job. And I'm like, I really want more options. I want more opportunities. I want more ability to choose. Maybe I want to go on vacation longer. Maybe I want to go visit my friends. Maybe I just want to actually be able to, if somebody calls me up and they need help moving or changing their tire or something or the day, maybe I just want the freedom to say, mm. I can go do that. But right now at JCPenney, Hey, sorry, I don't get off till five. I, I can't be there. So long story short, I started a business with that camera right there. I don't know if you can see it. It's the Lumix G7. Cost me $4.99. I saved up some birthday money and some Christmas money. Asked my wife if I could start a photography business. She, of course, didn't care as long as I was still earning my money from JCPenney. <laughs> So I could use my evenings and weekends. And you've heard the stories of entrepreneurs hustling and striving and thriving and all that stuff. I'm not here to preach that because that can actually reduce your options significantly. And people can go into the other end of the spectrum where they start a business doing something that they don't actually like and doing something that reduces their options even more. So now they're working that job and they're starting a business that is taking away more freedom and more free time and more op and giving them less options. So point number one, I don't even know if there's going to be more points, but something to remember is when you're considering starting a business, a lot of reasons people consider starting a business is for one common goal. One common reason is that they want to not have to punch in and punch out. They want to not have to be subject to a time clock. They want to not have to be subject to a boss telling them what to do or somebody cracking a whip. They want to be their own boss. Problem is a lot of times they get into the, a ditch where now I'm running a business that requires 80 hours versus 40 hours just to make the same wage. So a lot of people are like, Either they try it and they quit because it was terrible, it didn't do what they hoped it would have done, or they're feel fearful to try it because they don't 
know if it will succeed or not. But one way to kind of hedge your bet and make sure it's going to succeed, and I can almost be pretty certain on this, make sure it's going to succeed is first find something that actually interests you. And notice how I said interests you and didn't say something you love because there is a smaller margin between something you love and something that pays you versus the margin is a little bit bigger when you say something that interests you and something that pays you. Hmm. So I was interested in photography, Hmm. but I did not love it. Mm -hmm. But I knew that there was a demand for photography. It was a service that people paid money for, and it interested me. My love is music, Hmm. but I could not think of a way to make money producing music at that stage. So I expanded my horizon slightly into other things that interested me, but I didn't love. Now, guess what? I love photography and videography. I didn't know it because I didn't Mm. experience it before. Mm -hmm. So I started a photography business. My first job was photographing um, a high school reunion for this like class of like 35 people or whatever. And they were in their forties and whatever. And it was actually kind of fun. I, they asked, they asked me what I charged was the first time I experienced a boss, instead of a boss telling me what I'm going to make, I got to tell them what I was going to make, which was different. Mm. And I said $200. And to me, that was amazing. Like, it was a lot of work, and I was learning at the time, but $200 was incredible because that $200, I named that price. And I'm like what if I named a higher price? And what if when I get better, I, when if I have more equipment, what if blah, 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 blah. What if I can create enough value for other people? Led me down this trail of starting a video company and creating videos, which led me down a trail of marketing, led me down a trail of advertising, marketing, media creation, web development, all those different things. And now we have a team of people that help us with all that and it's gotten beyond even my knowledge and my abilities, but I didn't settle for what I loved. I instead slightly expanded my horizons into what I was interested in and something that also made money. Now, maybe something you love, I shouldn't say that that's a, an absolute because maybe you love something that people are willing to pay for. Mm-hmm. But maybe also you're in, maybe you've been interested in electrical work. Maybe you've been interested in roofing. Maybe you've been interested in cooking. Maybe you've been interested in other things. But I would just challenge you, step one, expand your horizons beyond just what you think you have to do. And maybe that's your end goal. Maybe that's where you want to go. Creating music and producing music is still my end goal, still what I love. But that's just an idea. Expand your horizon just slightly beyond what you love into something that's maybe not a love, but an interest. Yeah. And I always love hearing that story because how that projected you into what you're doing now, the success that you're having and the freedom that you're having and how you're developing that. This is a great story. My story is just a little bit different, but similar. 
kind of interesting as I was listening. My very, very similar. So what what I did is I found out um, along the way that I really like to coach people. Hmm. Um, I started out as an athletic coach, and then I moved on to wherever organization I was working. They always kind of had me coach people, and I was always coaching people up. Sure. So one day somebody came to me and said, you know, if you charge for that, you could you could actually make a living out of it. Sure. And it it just it hit me. It's like, hey, that's right. That's what that's what I really enjoy doing. And I, I, I agree with you. I'm not sure that I knew at the time that I loved it, but I did enjoy it and I was good at it. And um it turned into a business. It turned into a business. Incredible. And, and I you know, it was something that I had been doing and perfecting all along, but I had just never seen it as a business. Yep. I thought it was part of the businesses that I was involved in. And then I realized, no, you you can actually do this as a business. And so, you know, that's when I launched, you know, uh, Coach Rich Clay. And um, the, the value that I believe I've been able to bring other people's lives is 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 my biggest paycheck to be honest with you yeah. it really is i i love that and and i do value my services so you know um i i believe that i have a lot to offer like you do in your yeah. business and so and i've just discovered too that um i think personally that people ought to have more than one business as well so and i don't say that judgingly if you don't but businesses have tremendous benefits, uh, both financially in the tax world, um, in, in creating, sometimes creating, uh, income in one area when one area of the economy is, is weak. So you're on to something with, with, uh, starting businesses. I, I love to hear, and we're talking about options. Yeah. Options. What business. And, and for me, I, I look at, um, my business is something that I'm going to do uh, like I'm never going to retire. Yep. So I'm not looking at retiring in the traditional sense of where I'm no longer working and I'm collecting Social Security or whatever happens when you retire pensions. I am never going to retire because as long as I'm healthy, you know, I'm going to continue to coach. So I see it long term in my life as well. It's another benefit of it is you, it's a passion. And so you, you have something to do longer than just your job that you're just waiting to retire. You're actually constantly wanting to do it, mm-hmm. which is another benefit of it mm-hmm. beyond money, beyond the options. It's like now I've got a hobby, something I love that I can continue doing just out of pure passion that helps other people. Another stigma on business is that you have to be an expert in something to start a business, which is absolutely not true. All a business is, is you doing a service for someone that is valuable to them. And in exchange, they're willing to pay you, trading value for value. Mm -hmm. There are some things you do have to, you know, be an expert in, like being a doctor, being a lawyer, Mm -hmm. being an engineer, certain things like that. But in the grand scheme of things, you do not have to be an expert to have a business. You just have to be willing to do something that somebody considers valuable that they're willing to pay you for. Do you have to be good at it? Yes. You will have to be good enough that that value is being created. But for example, mowing a lawn, 
the barrier to entry is you have to be 10 years old and have a lawnmower. I mean, there's <laughs> kids out there that can learn how to mow lawns, True. but that's the barrier to entry. I need my lawn mowed. In fact, we were just recording and the company we hire was mowing our lawn and our sound guy's like, uh, hold on, pause, there's a lawnmower going by. But that's not a super high skilled job. Right. And the other thing is too, it doesn't have to be a skill that only you have that other people don't have because I know how to mow my lawn, but it's incredibly valuable for me to pay somebody else to do it because they can do it way quicker, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm able to have my time back. Mm -hmm. But think about that. Me, me being a photographer, that is also a low barrier to entry because cameras are so good nowadays and tutorials are so available on YouTube to show you. You could learn how to become a really good photographer in a weekend and then you can go start practicing it and taking pictures better than the majority of people out there. And that's a, that's a service that and, – and maybe – Somebody else knows how to take pictures too, but they still need to hire you because they can't take pictures of themselves and their own family. So it's like there's there's just this – I would also challenge you. There's that stigma of you don't have to be an expert to start the business, but you will be able to increase your value, increase what you charge, et cetera, if you decide to get incrementally better every single day because – the person that gets incrementally better every single day in 10 years, you're going to be the person that's been doing it for 10 years. And everybody likes working with the person who's been in business for 10 years. Oh, that, right. oh, they've been doing that for 10 years, decades, a yeah. decade. Everybody likes to work with that person. The only way to become that person is to pick something up and get good at it over the course of 10 years. Yeah, that's true. I, I, uh, I was coaching before I even knew what coaching was. <laughs> and then once I realized, hey, this is a profession and people do C-suite coaching, executive coaching, um, then I realized, okay, I'm, I'm pretty intuitively good at this, so now I need credibility. So right. I got my certifications, extra education and schooling in it. So I agree with the premise that you don't have to be there to start it. Start it and learn on the run. Yep. Especially if you have a passion, you have that energy for it and that excitement for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you can build on your credibility as you go. And yeah, I mean, don't let anyone tell you it's that hard to start a business and legally to start a business. That's sometimes scary, a scary thing for people too, but it's really easy. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. Go to LegalZoom, read about how to set up a business, hire an accountant. It's not that expensive. Help them teach you how to pay your taxes. And it's not hard. It's really not hard. Like it's, it's so, 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 so simple. And there's so many resources and people out there, especially in this day and age that are willing to help you get past those hurdles. So don't even think about the technical. Don't even think about the taxes and the, and the licensure and all that stuff. The, the resources are out there for anyone who wants to do it. Definitely care about those <laughs> things because they do have great impact and definitely seek wise counsel and, and, and whatnot. But it's not that expensive and it's not hard. And you can get better and better and better at that also as you're growing your business. The best way to learn accounting start accounting, start doing your own books. You know, I went to college for all this stuff, but it's so valuable. 
I told my brother, um, I was a proponent of, of encouraging him. He was in college for the same thing. I was actually a proponent of telling him maybe not to finish his degree because there was so much more that I learned in business than learning about business in school. So you don't need an education either. And I, and I'm not saying education's bad either. I'm glad I went to college, but you don't have to, education is, it it comes with the territory. When you start a business, you get educated and you kind of have to, because if you're trying to do something that you're willing to have somebody pay you for, you got to get educated in it. And I know we're probably winding up on our time here on this episode, but if you got any value out of this and want to see more episodes like this, talking about businesses and starting businesses, please let us know in the comments. And, uh, We thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Five Ideas. 